Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how to find the best strategy for you in 2021. Now, I wish there was one strategy that was perfect for everyone. It would make my job as a trainer so much easier. But unfortunately, that's not the case. And your strategy will depend on two fundamental factors. The first one is what's happening in the property market right now. The property market changes. Sometimes it's booming. Sometimes it's coming down. I believe in 2021, we're going to see the market coming down. So you might have been investing success for the last 10 years. That doesn't mean that what you've done previously is the most appropriate strategy moving forward. And secondly, you need to think about what you personally want to achieve. So let's look, first of all, at the property market. And let me give you a little bit of a a summary of what I think might happen in the 2021 property market. The big question that we're asked all the time by most investors is what's going to happen in the property market this year? And is the property market going to crash? Well, let me tell you, my honest answer is I don't know. There are some investors who believe the market will continue to at its current level instead of crashing. Now, this is because the UK government has been very successful in supporting the property market with initiatives such as the stamp duty holiday until the end of March 2021, the Prime Minister's Build, Build, Build initiative, and obviously the introduction of new permitted development rights, all of which have stimulated the property market. I also know a number of successful business owners who've decided that rather than leaving money in the bank, which I think might not be very wise at the moment, given the current economic climate, they've decided to park their money in property and they think that's a safer investment. So all of this activity is why the property market's boomed in the last half of 2020, despite the COVID-19 pandemic and the resulting recession, which is why the Bank of England forecast that property prices would drop 16% due to the recession and the COVID-19 pandemic. So my gut feel is the property market will come down in value in 2021 because after every boom, there is always a bust. Now, I don't think the crash is going to be as big as it was in 2009, which was caused by the global financial crisis. However, the knock-on effect of this pandemic on the UK economy has to have an effect on UK property prices. Now, the immediate and very obvious effect will be on commercial property. We're seeing a huge number of commercial properties become available. This is because many businesses no longer require their premises. Many people are working from home instead of working from offices. And there's going to be an oversupply of commercial property coming onto the market. Now, it's also widely anticipated that many people, unfortunately, could lose their jobs at the end of the furlough scheme. And so we're going to see a rise in unemployment numbers. And unfortunately, many of those people may not be able to pay their home mortgages. And so they might decide to sell their properties. So for these reasons, I believe we're going to see a property market decline in 2021. So what does this mean for you and for your 
property investing. Well, given that property markets have risen for the last 10 years, it's really important to be aware, as I said earlier, that strategies which you might have used in the past in a rising market may not be the most appropriate strategies if the market does indeed fall. Having personally experienced the 2009 property market crash in terms of being an active investor at the time and also teaching other people to successfully invest during these difficult times, I'm fully aware of what happens when the property market crashes. I thought it might be useful to share some of these lessons in this podcast from the last property crash to consider what strategies might be appropriate for the next 12 to 18 months. Now, at a basic economics level, the property market falls when there are more sellers than there are buyers. And so house prices decline with some sellers desperate to get rid of their property. Now, due to the falling market, banks start lending less money because properties go down in value and generally financing becomes harder. This means that some sellers are more open to creative solutions such as vendor finance, exchange with delayed completion and purchase lease options. Now, the next thing you need to think about when you thought about the market is, okay, what do I want to achieve as an investor? So the property strategy that you pick will be based very much on what you're trying to achieve, what the outcomes you want are. Certain strategies are great for creating cash flow and others are great for creating chunks of cash. Whilst flipping properties might have worked very well over the last 10 years, that's probably not such a wise strategy to use if the market's going to come down in value. It's always a good idea when flipping property to make sure that just in case you can't sell, you can always refinance and rent it out instead. With what's happening in the economy right now, I believe the most important thing for all investors is to create multiple streams of income to make sure that if any one source of income, such as a job or a business is lost, then you're still financially secure. In an economic downturn, people will always need somewhere to live, although the makeup of tenants might alter as more people become unemployed and go on to benefits. I still believe that good quality HMOs, that's houses of multiple occupation, in good areas will always be a strong source of great cash flow for many years moving forward. Now, I do fully acknowledge that there is an oversupply of HMOs in many areas, and these are generally very average HMOs. But if you have higher quality than average, you should always be able to fill them with good tenants. So now having thought a bit about the market and thought about what you want to achieve, I want to share with you what I believe is a time-limited property opportunity. You see, by the end of January 2021, millions of private landlords will have submitted their self-assessment tax return for the th and for the third year in a row, those that are higher rate taxpayers will see they've paid a lot more tax on their property income than ever before. Now, they might have collected the same amount of rental income and had the same amount of hassle and even more stress and uncertainty due to everything that happened in 2020. And yet they will have less money in their pocket each year because they've had to pay a lot more tax due to the Section 24 tax changes. Now, I've talked about these on this podcast before, but just to make sure you're really clear. Section 24 was introduced in April 2017 and phased in over four years. Now, this January 
we're going to see the effect of the 75% of those tax changes. As a result of this, many landlords who own properties with mortgages in their own name and who are making a good income from the property, which means they might well be higher rate taxpayers, are paying a significantly large amount of tax and so earning a lot less money for the same amount of work. Now, this will be the final straw for many full-time landlords who I believe this year will make a decision to retire early and maybe start to sell some of their property portfolio. Now, over the last two years, we've seen an increasing number of full-time landlords attend our property networking pin events looking for a solution to this problem. When landlords decide to retire, they usually discover on advice from their accountant that if they sell all of their properties in one go, they'll have to pay a lot of capital gains tax due to the significant growth of their properties over time. A better idea is to phase the sale of these properties over a number of years to make the most of their personal capital gains tax allowance. The only problem with this is they have to hang around managing the properties until the last one is finally sold off. And that could be in a number of years. However, there is a win-win solution which can work really well for these landlords and can help you gain cash flow and potential equity growth on property that you don't own. The solution is to use purchase lease options, otherwise known as PLOs so that you can take over the responsibility of managing these properties. Now that means the landlord can get away from all the hassle and retire early. And you agree a schedule to buy the properties over a number of years to help the landlord maximize their personal capital gains tax allowance. Now, there are several reasons why I absolutely love this strategy. First of all, when you know how to use them properly, Purchase lease options create a real win-win for everyone involved. It doesn't matter if you're new to investing or if you're an experienced investor, you can use purchase lease options. I know many experienced investors who use them. And if I had to start from the beginning again, this is what I would use to build my property portfolio much quicker than I did it the first time round. The fact that you don't need to have big deposits or even need to be able to get a mortgage means that this makes property investing accessible to everyone. The biggest problem with purchase lease options is that most people who think they know about them don't actually know how to use them properly. When I speak at investor events, I sometimes ask the audience to put their hands up in the air if they've heard about purchase options. Now, usually half the room stick their hand up in response to my question. Then I ask investors to keep their hand up if they've personally done an option and most of the audience put their hands down. Apart from a few people, often the ones who've done training with me and they've been able to successfully implement purchase options. So it's a real shame because PLOs can be very powerful, but they're also massively misunderstood. Now, the next two months is gonna be the perfect time to reach out to landlords who might be thinking about retiring early. You need to act quickly because those who are open to an idea are gonna find a solution very soon. And if you don't reach out to those landlords, other people will do it. Now, one way you can do that is landlord letters. And I've talked about that in a previous episode of this podcast. To help you understand more about exactly how you can profit using purchase these options, I'm running some live online training all about how you can use them 
in the 2021 property market. You can register for this no-cost training at www.plotraining.com. That's www.plotraining.com. We're going to put a link in the show notes for you as well. So I do hope this has been useful to get thinking about what's happening in the market, think about what you want to achieve. And the thing I love about purchase lease options, they work in conjunction with every other strategy. So if you're using them for, if you want to do buy-to-lets, or if you want to do HMOs, or service accommodation, or development, or commercial to residential, or commercial property, or flipping property, or deal sourcing, you can use purchase options with all of those strategies. In fact, a purchase option is more of a tool, really, than a strategy, but they're very, very powerful, and I'd love to teach you more. So come and join this online training to find out about how you can use them more. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.